How can I? That's a question we should all be asking ourselves. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, you guys, with your host, Shannon Hansen. Let's dive in. And this one is going to be a short one and a good one. So we are talking about how can I, the thought process between how can I, And I've had tons of experiences over the last like week or two. And this one is just, it's nagging me. (laughs) Um, It is just something that is constantly showing up for me in different areas. And so to set the tone for this, um, and or one of the things that has really sparked this. So I've read several books where they talk about not saying I can't do that, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough time, I don't, you know, whatever, fill in the blank, right? Like that scarcity mindset. They talk about how can I, reframing that. And I have a person in my life that it drives me freaking bonkers, you guys. It drives me, like, if you want to get under my skin, I'm going to tell you <laughs> right now. Um, so this particular person, they make probably $500,000 plus a year. And they live in a big, beautiful million-dollar home. They drive nice cars. They have boats. They go on vacation. They have rental properties. They have a second home. Like, they they do very well for themselves, right, financially. And I'm not in, in the details of their day-to-day finances and living and cost and whatever because, quite frankly, I don't care. <laughs> um, that's not any of my business. But it would drive me, it does drive me bonkers when I would invite this person to do something that would maybe cost, I don't know, 20, 30 bucks, right? Uh, Maybe go to the movies or go to lunch or dinner and a movie, you know, whatever. And they would say to me that I don't have money. Oh, that's really expensive. You know, they're like, it was, it's really more of the, I don't have money. And I'm like, you don't have $20. Like, 
I just saw your your Instagram story where you went to Target and you spent $500. Like, what? <sighs> right? And I know, I know that they really do have money, okay? Like, it's an unspoken thing, but $20, $30, even $100 isn't as big of a deal for them as other things, okay? And I would come home and I would tell my husband, I'm like, why can't they just tell me it's not a priority for them? Maybe going to lunch or doing this thing isn't as big of a priority for them. And that is 100% okay, right? It is 100% to be like, eh, I don't, I don't really care to spend my money that way. I totally get that. Like there's stuff that other people prioritize and I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't spend my money on that. And I could give you a million examples right now, but that's not the point of the podcast. <laughs> okay. And so, but there are like, we live in really such an incredible time in the world where there is money, there is abundance even in the midst of recession, okay? You guys, I don't get into like politics. I don't talk money. I don't talk this stuff on my podcast, okay? But we're all feeling the effects of the recession and and things in different ways, right? Like whether it be our grocery bills or just, oh, maybe I'm not going to do this or like I'm sure you've all noticed different things happening in your life, okay? So we'll leave it at that. And over the years, I have adopted a different mindset. And this really came, so that story that I told you about that other person where I'm like, ah, like, why can't you just say it's not a priority? Um, for me, it came from reading some of these books. So things like The Jackrabbit Factor or The Portal to Genius or Three Feet from Gold or The Richest Man in Babylon. Like, Oh, oh, there was actually a couple other ones um, where they either talk about it or inadvertently talk about this principle of how can I? How can I? If it is something that is really important to you, how can I? And this is something that I had to switch in myself. I, I would say things for a long time like this other person. And I think that's why it got under my skin so much where it was like, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough hours in the day. I don't have enough of this. I don't have enough of that. Like I was always finding the lack in my life and through these books and through changing my mindset, I now approach things in a much different way. And I did not ask my husband permission to share this, but I, I think, I think he'll be okay with it. (laughs) Maybe I'll, I'll double check with him, uh, before I push, um, I was going to say record. No, push it like out into the world. Publish. That's the word that I meant to say. Okay. Before I hit publish and make sure he's okay with this. So my husband's had a truck for like the entire time we've been married. We've been married for like 15 years. We bought it used obviously. And we've had like, it was his dad's old truck and we would take it out on dates. And like, we have had this truck for so long and it's over 20 years old now. 
it's an old truck. And it got to the point where we were having to like do repairs on the truck, which thankfully my husband can do pretty regularly. And I point, like we started having conversations where I was like, you know, I know it's paid off, but you're having to spend time and money every single month. That is sometimes more than what a car payment would be, sometimes less. And so at the end of the year, it might just be better for us to get a new car, right? Something that is reliable, something that you're not going to have to fix, something that you get in, start the car, and you can go and you know that it's going <laughs> to, it's going to perform for you. And so we started having those kinds of conversations and my husband's like, ah, you know, I just don't want a car payment. You know, we've been very blessed for a lot of years to not have car payments. So the idea of going back and having a car payment is like, oh man, like, (laughs) you know, and all the while my in-laws are preparing to get rid of his truck, uh, my father-in-law's truck. And so he's like, Hey, if you, you know, if you want my truck, you guys can have first dibs kind of deal. And long story short, we talked about it. And I just, I was like, I told my husband, I just think, I think you should get it. Like you have not done anything like this for yourself in a very long time. And I think, I think it's time. I think you, we have your great truck, but we also need something a little bit different for our family, whatever, you know, all of the conversations we weighed out the good and bad. Well, in the process of it, we did not want to take money out of our savings to pay for it because we were in the place of like prices are going up and there's a lot of uncertainty. And so pulling money out of savings didn't feel like the right thing to do either. And so we had this conversation of how can I, or how can we? And we let those questions sit and fester and I was going to say mold. I don't want them to be moldy. (laughs) And we mold over them. And we started looking for resourceful ways to not increase our cost of living which is going to be inevitable if you are, if you don't have a car payment and you acquire a car payment, even if the car payment is 40 bucks a month, like you're still acquiring a higher cost of living. And so we started looking for like, how can we, how can we, what are other ways that we can cut back or, um, you know, how can we be resourceful? How can we, how can we make this happen? At the end of the day, how can we make this happen? We feel like this is the right thing for our family. How can we? How can we? How can we? How can we? And thankfully, we had like a month or two, maybe even three months to kind of figure this out. Well, in the intermediate time, we had an opportunity, and this is a very unconventional opportunity to to come up. And so in our area... It was about monsoon season time. So in Arizona, we get these big storms and we had a really big storm with some microbursts and a, a little, um, my kids call them village, <laughs> villages, the little like neighborhoods close by us. They, <laughs> I'm, we call them villages because 
my daughter, when she was like three years old, started called, calling them villages. Um, so I might just say that. So this little village, over 300 trees fell down. And so the city had to call in tree removal services and whatever, right? And one day on the way to work, and this was not on my husband's mind when this happened. We have been looking, so we garden, and we've been looking for chips, like wood chips. And if you, like in a lot of areas, they do chip drops where they'll cut down wood or like clean somebody's yard up or whatever. And then you can sign up and they'll come drop it at your house for free. And so we were looking at that. We'd been on um, like two registries for like over six months and we're like, oh, you really want this. So my husband calls the company on his way to work and he's like, hey, uh, you know, what are you guys planning to do? Would you be willing to drop a load off at my house? You know, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, you know, we take it. 45 minutes away to dump it in a landfill and he's like if you're around the corner yeah we'll we'll you know dump it and my husband's like well if you want to dump a couple loads there it's totally fine you know we've got about four acres and anyways set up this whole process and the guy was like wow this is really great really convenient he could have his guys work drop it off and like they could get more done right? Like this guy was making more money because he's not having to pay like a dumping fee. He's not having to pay for the fuel. He's not having to pay for his workers to sit in the truck, you know, like it made really good sense for him. So we called my husband back and he's like, Hey, do you mind if we drop off a few more loads? Well, we ended up getting like 30 loads, you guys. And I'm talking like big honking loads, not like a wheelbarrow. Okay. And long story short, my husband, ding, 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 has this brilliant idea. And he's like, what if I sell them? What if I sell these wood chips? And, you know, people want, like some people are scared to do chip drops because they live in a neighborhood and they only want, you know, a couple wheelbarrows full. And anyways, so as we thought about it, we were like, yeah, cool. And in all honesty, you guys, we had, my husband has posted it, you know, for a really good deal, um, on Facebook and I don't know, wherever he, he's taking charge of that. Well, we paid for part of our Christmas with the money that we made. And this month and next month, we have been able to make our truck payment for, for free, essentially, not for free. Um, <laughs> my husband's still, you know, taking deliveries and whatever, but when he called, so this guy and my husband went back and forth and my husband ultimately went with, went to him and the guy was like, Hey, can we drop off more loads? And my husband's like, yeah, that's totally fine. Um, I think I'm going to sell some of these wood chips. Would you like a cut of it? And the guy was like, no, like, <laughs> I don't want to deal with that kind of deal. And my husband was like, okay, great. You know? But so we tried to be ethical and honest and, you know, like why we're taking these wood chips. And it's amazing to me how when we allow ourselves to think, how can I, things will come in. And I've had clients, you guys, so, and, and part of the reason I bring this up is I have had clients who are on disability, one income, single income, they have found a way to work with me. 
or work with someone else, right? Like it doesn't even matter me specifically. Like I'm, I'm not saying that. And there's other people who have dual income and kind of going back to my, one of my original stories where I've had people, they, they've told me what they do. They've told me they have, you know, a second home, they have a lake house and jet skis and they do that during summer or whatever. So I assume financially, I shouldn't, um, that they do at least okay, you know, and a couple hundred dollars a month for their health isn't going to like make or break the bank. And they have told me, I don't have money for that. And I'm like, what a better way of saying that is it's not a priority to me right now. And so I want you guys to really stop and think about what is holding you back from anything in your life, whether that be health and working with somebody and finding answers and solutions and and getting off medication, or if it's really not a priority for you. Both answers are 100% okay. There's no right or wrong. It's really about what is right for you but I don't want money to be an obstacle. I want you to be resourceful. I want you to start to adapt the mindset of how can I? Can I get a part-time job for six months to pay for this? Can I babysit for, you know, couple times a a month to to make some extra income? Can I sell cinnamon rolls? Can I sell stuff that's piled up in my garage that I haven't looked at or touched in 20 years or 15 years or whatever so that I can pay for something that matters and means more to me? Anyways, I just, I want you guys what do I want from this conversation? I want you to just be honest with yourself. I want you to really evaluate what is important to you, with, to you and find ways to get what you really want, regardless of what obstacle is in the way, whether it be financial, whether it be physical, whether it be mental, whether it be some kind of external source. And I know a lot of the listeners out there are Christian, and so I'm going to bring this in. You guys know I'm Christian. God wants you to thrive. He wants you to have the desires of your heart. Plain and simple. Like, if you want something, He will bring it to you. And those are some of the things that I have learned in the Jackrabbit Factor, in the Portal to Genius, in Three Feet from Gold. Like, the world, God, universe is conspiring in your favor, in your favor. And I know this to be true. I have experienced it time and time and time and time and time again in my life. And sometimes it's not always what I think I want. Sometimes and most of the time, it is way better than I ever imagined. But I allow those things to come to me. And I, I ask myself, how can I? How can I? 
I have manifested some crazy stuff in my life. You guys, I've got a $3,000 sauna, infrared sauna out in my garage that we use and I got it for free because I, and I, okay, so let me tell you guys a quick story. So I wanted this sauna. I had been looking at them. I'm like, I want this sauna. I want this sauna. I think it'd be so great to have an infrared sauna. I want like these three, $4,000 saunas, but I don't want to spend that kind of money. Like I would only want to spend $500, right? Like that was my, <laughs> that was my budget because they have like those pop-up portable ones that I think are like under $500 or something. And I was like, I don't want that. Like I want a real sauna. Okay. So funny story. I know someone who had a sauna and their sauna broke and they called the company and it was going to be $500 to replace it. <clears throat> and for them, it wasn't a priority. They said, ah, we just don't want it. Let's get it out of the house. And I was talking to this person and they're like, yeah, we're just going to like take it to Goodwill or whatever. And I was like, well, I would take it. <laughs> and she's like, well, you know, you'd have to spend $500 to fix it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, sold, sold, you guys. Um, thankfully, my husband fixed it for free. Um, there's something right now that I think we might have to buy a piece to like fix it, fix it. But the universe, God, they want you to have those things. I could tell you probably a million more stories like that. And so allow yourself to think, how can I? And see what is possible for you. And I'll see you guys on the next. Before you go, I want to give you a special invite to an upcoming an upcoming masterclass on three overlooked hormonal shifts that are helping you to heal your thyroid function. This class is incredible, you guys. We are diving in depth on so many different things. First and foremost, we're going to be talking about healthy food that is blocking thyroid function. We're going to learn how to combine foods to help maximize your nutritional intake. I'm also going to be teaching you about metabolic typing and how to eat according to your metabolic type so that you don't have to quote unquote diet. Again, your body will easily be able to get the nutrients it needs, reduce inflammation and slough off the excess weight. We're going to talk about how the current medical model is failing you and keeping you stuck when it comes to your thyroid. We're going to be talking about thyroid blockers and how they're coming into your life and keeping your medication from not working optimally, keeping you tired, fatigued, puffy, inflamed with brain fog. We're going to also dive into medication and supplements that are blocking thyroid function and one of my most favorite topics, how your body is speaking to you and what you need to know in order to know how to listen to it. Last but not least, we're going to teach you and walk you through the steps to help you understand symptom mapping and how you can take your health into your own hands. Head over to the show notes, register for our upcoming class, and get all of the details on the dates and times. I will see you on the next. Wait before you go! Please subscribe if you found value in today's episode. Leave us a review and share on Instagram and please tag us. We love your reviews! Pretty please!